So what's poppin' peons? It is mad late and this is the time that I come alive and the creativity starts to spark up. So judge so don't judge me, judge the mother. Um, so you guys, today I wanna talk about like addictions because shit is my podcast. So today I'm gonna be talking about addictions and I'm gonna be saying some things and if you were hit dog and you holler, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Period. Um, so first off, to begin with, I want to say that addiction is something that is very real out here in these streets. And until you get a grip of accountability and give it in about yourself, you will constantly go through the battles of being addicted to certain shit. Like for me, my addictions kind of came in with like things like. just sex like I used to be addicted to sex like I used to constantly have to have sex and it went from me loving it to to me liking sex genuinely liking sex to me like just being addicted to it because my addiction which was sex and alcohol, because I used to be alcohol, like, bro, I used to be a proud alcoholic bitch. I used to go out there like, proud alcoholic. And I used to scream that shit to the top of my lungs, be out there boasting and bragging about how I could drink down a whole bottle by myself. And y'all, I used to make probably like $1,200 a month after paying like $600 in bills. Y'all, I would be damn near fucking broke. Almost fucking struggling, you guys. It wasn't, y'all, if it wasn't for like my sugar daddies kicking in like money and shit, y'all, I would have had no money because half my money went to alcohol. But me having a sugar daddy and me having a sex addiction y'all it kind of like helped out like it kind of made me realize some shit because when you have a sugar daddy i know a lot of y'all don't know this but you don't have to fuck them all the time and to be honest if you i ain't gonna tell y'all the secrets but like the one i had like he didn't feel like fucking all the time so therefore if he want fucking bitch i wouldn't get no dick so It'll be times where he'll just give me money and that wouldn't be enough for me because how I felt was I wanted him to like, I want him to be me over and like, y'all like, girl, you dumb as fuck. Like, why would you want that shit? Cause I was addicted to sex. <laughs> I really was. And I realized not only was I addicted to sex, but I really had poor boundaries. And I was just really terrible. It wasn't until, it wasn't until I just had one of them days where I didn't have no money. And um, not only did I not have no money, but like, I was broke. Like, I had paid my bills and all I had was alcohol. And I know I couldn't drink and I still ended up drinking. So I was sick the next day, like... And I had to figure shit out on my own. And when you down on your dick and you know, like, you can't drink alcohol because you about to get alcohol poisoning. And you got to eat, but you can't eat what you want to eat. All your money gone and your sugar daddies ain't there and it's just you by yourself. I realized, like, I'm really addicted to sex. Because <laughs> the first thing I did was like, man, I got to find me a nut. I was like, 
looking back at it now, I'm like, I can't believe I used to think that way. And once I slept with somebody who I knew I would never sleep with in years or I had the thought of possibly sleeping because I yeah, I end up like it, I didn't even sleep with the person like like physically like I dead ass wanted to go back to my ex-boyfriend the one who had the STDs and the diseases just because I knew that he would let me fuck y'all I went back to the old boy house and it was me walking in his door that made me realize like I'm addicted to sex and I'm addicted to alcohol and toxic behaviors and living in poverty and being toxic because I'm not gonna hold y'all I had a really decent dude who was trying to pursue me at the time and I was so busy being addicted to things that were not serving me that I couldn't even get a good dude if a good dude came to me. Like, if, like literally, like, I had a dude and a girl come to me. Like, my ex-girlfriend was trying to work things out with me. I refused to work it out with her. Pride was just sitting in the way. I was just over it. Like, y'all, I was so addicted to toxic, toxicity and sex. And, and Shorty didn't have a high sex drive. So, for me, I'm thinking, like, oh, something's wrong with her. Like, I can't be with her. Knowing the whole time I love this girl. And, honestly, the, how many times we have sex really wasn't important. Because I didn't, I didn't need sex to be with her. I really didn't. And for me, she was everything I needed her to be. She was my heart. She was my lover. She was my homie. She was my friend. It's just bitch rolled me during the hurricane season. She was there with me during lessons. And I broke up with her because she wasn't sexually active enough for me. And I skipped over a dude who didn't want to touch me until he got to know me. And I was like, that's bull, throwing tomatoes. Like, I found a million reasons to why like maybe he could have been telling the truth maybe he wasn't but in my mind he just and wasn't shit because you're not gonna give me what I wanted what I wanted was sex alcohol and toxic behavior and if you're not arguing with me or you trying to it wasn't until I walked in that man house and that man said you know what the fuck this fuck what the fuck is up and I had to literally like tried and I not well, I remember when the sex came out awful. Like we didn't even get like too far in and I was just like this ain't it. Like I had to get up like and when he started belittling me it just I was like I'm really addicted to sex. I'm really addicted to alcohol. I'm really addicted to toxic behaviors and things like that. And I was end up on TikTok today and it was like, oh, did y'all know the original ending to Holiday Heart? He tried to save a recovering addict and he, she ended up killing him. And I was like, and the daughter, her daughter ended up be like becoming like a prostitute and shit like that. And I realized that addiction hurts the not only you, but the people around you. And... And for me, it didn't hurt the people around me because the people around me was toxic. So they already had these things. And I really hate to say it, but I got some crackheads in my family that motherfuckers wouldn't even expect to be crackheads. So in their mind, when they be spazzing out, they don't do shit, don't see nothing wrong. So they don't change behaviors. I used to want people to change and see their wrongs and their faults and shit until I realized, like, 
it's not it's not up to me. You know what I mean? It's not for me to discern or try to get nobody to change when I can't even change myself. Y'all, when I was addicted to like sex and shit like that, toxic behavior and things like that, it used to hurt my fuck ass feelings. I'm not even finna hold y'all. Um, it really did because I just used to do dumb shit. Like, I used to go out there, have sex, sometimes raw, sometimes protected. I would go get tested, be nervous as fuck, come back, y'all. I promise y'all I have a clean bill of health. Like, I promise you. It wasn't until I was fucking with my ex that I started itching and burning and shit like that. And every time a nigga told me no, I would always go back to a nigga. Whether it, whether it cost me, like, I would, the shit I would do. And then I realized, like, I can't be this person no more. And I realized I had to stop running. And I was like, what am I running from? And I was like, I'm running from me. And that's when I really, like, went deeper into my self-love thing. Because it's different levels of type of self-love. It's like you have your introductory where you just like, oh, I love me, I love me, I love me. Like, surface-level bullshit. It's not until you got to start healing traumas and childhood pains and disappointments like yeah like I realized that and so I started putting two and two together so mind you when I was teaching I was okay when parents came in my classroom and even though and even though and even if they was on bullshit it didn't bother me it was when I got around my family and people who didn't mean me no good it would trigger a response to me to drink like Every time I'm around my family, I got to have a drink because I have to take the edge off my nerves. Because if not, I'm going to go into I give a fuck mode. And I'm going to tell everybody about how they fucked up because, quite frankly, I'm hurt. I'm 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 befuffled. I'm I'm baff I'm be, I'm befuffled. I'm baffled. I'm hurt. This hurts me more than it hurts you. Like people didn't under like for me personally, I didn't understand like why I was so angry all the fucking time. Like, every time I had to come around my family, it was drink, drink, drink heavily, drink heavily to be around them. And then when I leave, I got to go, I, I, I got to go get, I got to I gotta take some of this frustration and edge off. So, for me, I purposely stopped hanging around family. I stopped coming. Y'all, it was a point in time where my parents were stressing me the fuck out. And I didn't, I purposely stopped talking to them because it was something in me that pissed me the fuck off with them and I had to realize like I can't keep on getting upset with my parents when they do certain things like I can't keep on getting upset with that and I was like but I also can't keep on allowing myself to feel and be accept certain shit y'all I remember one day I told I told I told one of my family members I was like until you taught me with respect and it was somebody who meant up the world to me I said until you taught me with respect we won't be talking and it was about a year, two years that had went by, and I ain't talked to them. And they was like, they didn't tell me nothing. And I, I, I purposely stopped talking to people. Y'all, I literally cut my family off for like three and a half years. In them three and a half years, I didn't change my number. My family didn't talk to me. I didn't talk to my family. And to me, that was fucking peaceful. Because, bitch, if you can't talk to me, I can't hear the negativity on all the bullshit that you got coming out your mouth. Because for a... child and that is the time that I had spun just by myself 
And then I was like, bro, I can't avoid... And then something happened to where I couldn't avoid my family. So I had to be around them. And when I, once I was around them, I had to learn coping mechanisms outside of using alcohol and sex. And when I say that shit was tough, that shit was tough because... It's, 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 it's one thing to have a motherfucker in the streets disrespect you because you'd be like, man, that shit, whatever. Like, I just go home off, like, whatever. But the people who you genuinely give a fuck about, the people who you riding and dying for, the people who you whoop through, that shit will hurt your heart, bruh. It will. Because I'm not going to hold you. Recently, my brother, who I didn't peep the signs, was being extremely narcissistic to me. And he would kept on putting me in his business, like, trying to use me, like, oh, my sister said this, my, like, trying to, like, just use me as a pawn for his pettiness. And I didn't realize it until I took, until I, until I made him take accountability. And then he ended up blocking me and changing his number. And he said that he'll never fuck with me or talk to me ever again. And to me, that hurt my heart because I was like, damn, I've been riding with you and rocking with you for so long. But I didn't go into the, I got to drink my feelings away. I didn't go into the, I got to do what you call it. Like, y'all, I ended up drinking, but the reason why I ended up drinking was because I was like, this doesn't trigger me to want to drink because I'm what you call it. Like, I'm really happy I got rid of dead weight. Like, I'm happy I got my job transferred. Like, it was a celebration drink, y'all. And to be like, y'all, I've had, like, alcohol, like, pre-made drinks like shaking up started up like opened i think the last time i bought alcohol was probably like a month and a half ago and mind you when i before before i quit my job my old job and i finally got like my foot in with this job and i still have like majority in my alcohol and the on and not i can i can honestly say i poured out more alcohol than i've drank and i have been in moderation, I've been watching what I eat, I've been watching what I, my intake, how I move, how I maneuver, like, just things like that, like, and I can genuinely say I'm very proud of myself because, y'all, these last couple of months have been trying to my soul, and I realized that, one, I'm not addicted to sex anymore, not only am I not addicted to sex anymore, but I'm not... I'm not falling out like I used to. The son go, I'm not falling out like I used to. I don't do the things that you say. What? Uh, I've changed for you. I'm not falling out like I used to. Yeah, that song. Like, yeah, the fact I ain't falling out and dying and just killing myself out here trying to fix certain shit with people and do certain things has really made me want to stand up not just for myself but for like others and it's it's been peaceful I'm not even gonna hold you like the fact that I don't drink no more to the point where I'm waking up and like ugh, ugh, ugh. and Right now, I'm even contemplating cutting, like, once I'm done with, like, the alcohol that I have here, like, I don't want to drink no more, and, like, I just want to make, kind of, like, being a stone in my thing, because I don't, I don't, I don't, baby, the way of the weed is me. (laughs) 
yeah, I fuck with it. So like for me, so like for me, like that's like more my speed, like more my whole type thing, because if you know, you know, I ain't even gonna go there. So for me, it's like alcohol can like kind of fall off for me, and yeah, but I used to be addicted to sex like real, real bad. And what I kind of realized was that I was running away from me this whole entire time. And not only was I running away from me, but I was running away from my problems. Like, and my problems was attached to things that meant the most to me. So not only was I going down this destructive path, but I was pushing away everything that I was fucking manifesting. So mind you, I just got into calling myself a witch, but I didn't know the some of the shit I was doing was like, you know, spell work. And so, mind you, if I would have known that, baby, ugh, I would have changed realities. Like, I would have I been done, jumped off that timeline and got to a one where I'm at now and I'm at peace. Like, this time, like, this is giving peace right now. Peace, peace, still. And the next level I'm kind of going to is on a whole nother level, y'all. It's just amazing. Like, the growth I have is amazing. And, yeah. So, if you find yourself doing something and you can't stop or if you want to stop, it's frustrating you or, like, it makes you mad, like, oh, I don't want to stop this. Not because you genuinely don't, like, example, I'm a stoner. I am a proud stoner. I fuck with it. Am I addicted to it? No, because it's been times where... I haven't even, like, really in days. Or sometimes it'd be, like, weeks. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I haven't even. Y'all, I still got yeah, stuff I forgot I'd be having. I was like, oh, my gosh, I do have that. Like, and and, it, and it's not because I smoke so much. But it's because, like, I'm not addicted to it. It's, like, it's something I do because I want to do it. So, when so like, if I'm out there and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I bet you this movie will be, like, funny fried like y'all I plan on watching trolls fried I really genuinely do like I plan on sitting my ass back and just watching trolls fried tomorrow I have a date night with my little boo thing and we finna you know play some card games get it popping finna have fun probably lay up probably shit talk probably just enjoy our time in our company and get it popping from there, you know what I mean, and then, yeah, but it's like, I know what I like to do, I'm not addicted to it, because addiction would mean that you have to do it every single day, or you lose your mind, it's been times where I damn near forgot, and motherfuckers like, oh, you ain't do it, y'all, like, nah, not yet, I got, you know, shit to do today, like, I don't really feel like being in that mood, but here are some things that I want to say, like that kind of helped me with my addiction so I hope it helped with y'all with y'all addiction because my addictions I don't know about y'all addiction is tough regardless whether they a crackhead meth addicted to sex like I was and stuff like that so what I did was you have to when you feel frustrated or you feel like you gotta go do that thing why do you feel like you have to do it? you have to push past that voice that's saying, no, 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 we got to do it. No, 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 we got to do it. And you have to introduce a new question. Like, what could we do outside of this? Or get you some boundaries. Like, for me, 
like for me when I was addicted to sex like I was just like it like I took baby steps <clears throat> so the first thing I did was I started practicing safe sex so I so I so I started rationalizing with the addiction so I was like to like kind of because I didn't want to go cold turkey like motherfuckers be like I'm going celibate I'm going celibate like I did that shit I had a whole YouTube channel dedicated to that shit it was completely trash like yeah I was miserable as fuck I knew for me I knew for me I knew that I didn't want to stop having sex but I didn't want to have risky sex that had me somewhere in the clinic or somewhere going down there because I'm not going to lie, it was a horror story that kind of got me with somebody that was close to me and I was like, wow, that's crazy because I'm out here wilding the fuck out and ain't shit wrong with me that I know of (laughs) and I'm telling you, like, I got tested and everything, I was like, ain't shit wrong with me that I know of, you know what I mean? And I, when I get tested, I don't know I mean, that shit happened to you. It was like, yeah, my first time. I was like, shit. So I knew for a fact I didn't want to stop having sex because for me, I like, like before I was addicted to sex, like I really had a real good, or I thought I had a healthy relationship with sex because I went from being sexually assaulted and molested and touched on by family members and people and the when people questioning and challenging me and I got over that hump so uh because I'm telling you when once all that shit was happening I just stopped having sex because I said fuck it fuck the rumors and then I then I just hopped head first into it and not only did I start hopping head first into it like I probably I was like y'all can call me a hoe I don't give a shit and I kind of went down that road and then I and then I went to just way like you know oh yeah it went from, oh, yeah, no, I would never talk to you. I'll never fuck you to me fucking a nigga and somebody pointing that shit out that I said I would never fucking. I was like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? And that's when I knew I was, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is dangerous. And I just couldn't stop. And I, motherfuckers was talking shit, oh, you're this, oh, you're that. I don't give a fuck. I, da, 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 da. Now... Like, when I first, and once I, like, realized that shit, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, now I got to start practicing safe sex. So, I started getting tested, like, every couple of months. And I started using condom sex. So, it, it was no condom, no lay. And I ain't going to lie, it's a couple of times I folded up in there. But, bitch, mind you, I was getting tested every other fucking day. So, it's not every other day, but like every other month and making sure that everything was together. I stopped watching as much porn. Um, cause to me, I used to watch porn and some of the shit I used to watch was like really fucked up. I'm not even gonna hold y'all and tell y'all what the title was. Cause I like, uh, the type of porn, like, like for me, I can't even watch porn no more. And I know y'all like, girl, like, say it ain't so. Like, I can watch it, but I can't watch too much of it. Like, I could probably watch, like, an ounce or a smidge of it. But once it gets to that, I'll be like, ooh, that's too much. Not too much, though. Not too much, though. You know? <laughs> I'll be like, just not too much, though. And I know it's going to be sound. I know it's going to sound crazy. Like, I'm just this asshole. But, y'all, not too much. <laughs> Not too much. Um, what else? Like, I, like, 
so the first thing I did was I identified like we gonna start having safer sex, start getting tested more often. I end up getting like a standard and I began telling niggas no. Like, especially if I knew a nigga wanted shit, like, and that's all he wanted from me. Like, I was telling a nigga no. Like, no matter how fine, no matter what he did, no matter how much money he made. Because I don't know if y'all know, but a girl attracts rich niggas. Like, men with money love me. And I love men with money, especially if they're respectable, got honor, got class, and every. Baby. Spend your sh- money on me. I say 24-24. Well, I missed it, but I thought I was going to get you. But, y'all, like, literally, I, baby, I was tough. Catch back. I stopped having, you know what I'm saying? Um, I started having boundaries. Um, I started speaking up for myself. I became extremely vocal with what I wasn't comfortable with. Um, I started walking away, and I'm not going to hold y'all. When you're changing your habits, it's going to feel like you're going against yourself. But in reality, you're just going against the auto response that your body has. And you have to like, it's almost like a computer. It's like, it's almost like a computer that pays attention to all your moves. So literally, like if I go to my Google right now, I basically either stream a lot on my computer or like my podcast is asking I do on my computer because I would hate for clips to be missing. <laughs> computer like less <laughs> y'all yeah I got okay so quick side note the tangent so y'all when I used to do YouTube on my computer I used to like record and then like if my clips were missing or some shit like that y'all y'all don't understand the pain I used to be in that bitch crying well like if I recorded on my camera and it wouldn't go to my computer oh my gosh bro so I have to re-record everything and how many takes it took to get that one decent take I used to be me so I so if you go to my computer, like it shows you like I'm on Hulu. Um, well, when I was on Philo, like Philo, Philo, whatever, and just shit like that. And um, it'll show you exactly what's on there. Sometimes you have to hard reset that shit because, like, literally, if I type in like A to like go look at like um certain shit. Like for like my pay and shit, ADP. I know most people use it for on their jobs. It'll go like to Amazon or something like that automatically. Like if I just go down, like it'll go automatically to places that I've already been. It's almost like you have to hard reset your thinking so that the addiction doesn't come. You have to become less codependent to something. So you have to practically. You could either go cold turkey, which I would not suggest because you own itch. But if you go through like the intermission phase of like I did, which was before I went completely cold turkey. Well, I never went cold turkey. I'm, I established that this is something I want to continue to do. Like for me, I wanted to continue to have sex. I wasn't finna take on a life of celibacy because bitch, I'm a little slut dragon. So, for me, it was safe sex. It was things that I wanted to implement. So, the first step that you have to do, in so many words, is make a choice. Is this a behavior that I want to do in excess? Or is this, is this a behavior that I want to stop cold turkey? Or is it something that I want to do in moderation where it's not obsessive anymore? After you do that, then you must take the necessary steps by challenging every single little thing that you would normally do. And by... By peeping your triggers. So for so so for me, it was family, it was 
it's just family for me. <laughs> and my family was being a menace, boy. Like, they was not letting up. Like, my family was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. We in this bitch. We up 56 and 3, bitch. We ain't getting up off your ass. Beating my ass. And I had to damn near fight. I had to damn near fight that shit. I'm telling you. And the way I had to fight, I had to learn how to fight. So what I had to do was start loving on myself and telling you, I had to identify my triggers. I had to figure out, and you have to find other ways to handle whatever it is that you're running from. So mind you, when you're going, when you're addicted to something, that means you run to that thing for comfort because it brings you peace. So literally, you have to learn how to deal and identify with certain shit. You have to be able to identify your triggers, know how to stop it, know how to stop yourself from either overthinking or feeling like you need that crutch to get the shit that you need in life. And quite frankly, I would say it's real easy once you have it in your mind that you want to do it. I know people say it's hard. It's hard when you don't want to give it up. Because I remember when I didn't want to give up sex, boy, it was hard for me to be celibate. Boy, it was hard for me to do this. Like, Like I told you, I had a YouTube channel and I used to be on that bitch like, oh, I'm celibate and I'm this and I'm that and I tried to be everything I wasn't whole entire time. I really didn't want to give up sex completely. I just wanted to give up risky sex and sex that I didn't enjoy and I really wanted to do it because I wanted to do it not as a coping mechanism so now sex for me is enjoyable like I can go out there and I can sleep with Tom Dick and Harry if I wanted to or like I'm a very picky slut dragon now I could either fuck you one person like I I ain't gonna tell y'all how my sex life is but it is very very healthy and not only is it healthy but I'm not addicted to it anymore. So now I can look back at the times when I was going through my addiction phase and be like, you go, girl. You know what I'm saying? Because your girl now, after identifying what I wanted my angle to be, which was to not have risky sex and be addicted to it, bitch, I have a healthy sex life with myself, others. Um, I do believe in getting tested. Um, I keep condoms on me now, like the motherfucking fair. Um, I'm very picky with my partners. Um, my little poom, like me and my panani poom poom have a connection. I read books about my health. I care about it. You know what I mean? I'm making sure she's right. Like y'all, I have yet to find a place up here. Um, where I can go get tested. I'm probably gonna do like some in-home testing and probably see my results and shit and then <sighs> go from there because there's certain places that I can't go up here because let's just say it's giving real sweet home Alabama and baby I'm not Caucasian-esque in no way okay um <laughs> so baby I remember y'all I went to a smoke shop that was in an area by it was some area i was talking to this dude and the lady told me that she, the lady was like yes this is a great smoke shop to come to if you're caucasian and i didn't get it and i was like what you trying to say and she warned me and one of my homegirls at the time that um that you know they had been watching me and her come there before work every week like on friday because that's when we got paid 
and you know just coming in and getting stuff and like little things and stuff like that nature she was like you know they planning on you know yeah if you don't come around here again but she had to like kind of sneak it in she was like okay well you know have a great day and um yeah so it's certain places that you don't have to do your research on for so i haven't yet to find some place up here and um it's giving hmm i'm not on no sweet home alabama bullshit it's just not giving not for me today but this new and improved me is a healthy version of myself it is it's giving very muchly healthy it's giving very so much not as toxic as I used to be. I'm very patient. I'm very kind. Um, it's a lot of things that I do now that I probably wouldn't have done before. But one of my main things I did to get over my addiction, like sex and things like that, was just like, I realized I didn't want to stop having sex cold turkey. Like, I knew I would want to go out there and have sex because before it was an actual addiction, I genuinely loved having sex. Like, I literally had got to the place where I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, this is what consent feels like. And it was just like, oh, I want to do this all the time. And it's like, I went so far in it that even though it was consent and it was nice, it was just OD. And it was just like, I was almost, I was standing there reckless. I had to realize, like, I had to choose, like, yeah, go on, go turkey. I had to challenge my thoughts. I had to go. I felt like I was going against myself. And a lot of times, I'm not going to hold y'all. Not just, like, fighting off addictions. Like, when I'm going into, like, something new, it feels like I be fighting myself. Like, example, um, when I used to make, like, $8 an hour as a teacher, mm-hmm, or bullshit money as a teaching assistant. Because, um, I will tell y'all, like, but that's, but that's tea. But that's tea for something. That's tea for another day. Um, but when it comes down to it, like, when I was going through, like, my broke as fuck era. And the money wasn't looking how it was supposed to look. And when I say I was barely bringing in, what, $1,000 a month and I was working my ass off, I had to challenge myself. So I felt like I was going against myself. I felt like I was going against the grain. I felt like I was just sitting there losing my shit, going against the grain, and not doing what I was supposed to be doing. And when you be, and when I say... When I say, when it felt like I was, like, literally going against the grain of everything in me, bruh, I had, I felt like a backstabber, a traitor, and now looking back at it, bruh, I'm very thankful for the investments that I made, right, wrong, and indifference, like, it's one nigga who I personally won't fuck with, but I feel like people have to join his shit, to see that it's not worth it. Like, that's something I paid for to learn about financial literacy. And let's just say I didn't learn more financial literacy. I got more self-love type shit up out of there versus the financial literacy because he folded on that part. And then outside of that, it's like, what else? Like, I ended up, like, buying, like, a finance like books about finance and stuff like that i began reading i began saving i began cutting out expenses and stuff like that like because when you broke as fuck and you gotta like invest in shit 
I became a giver more than a receiver. Um, not no more. Um, I lived and I learned. So I very picky with who I give my money to. Now I'm very picky with how I spend my very much so money. Like I literally started counting stuff that I, you know, I tried to be honest. With, like it's a lot of stuff that has gone into it. But when I first started doing, it, I felt like, bruh. Oh yeah, I remember I was like, bro, I only made three hundred dollars this week, and I gotta pay my bills. So that last check is gonna have to go to knowledge and stuff like that, and I won't be able to get do my hair like I want to. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I think what really like made me want to get my money up is I realized that I like certain things, and that shit costs money. So, for me, I no longer accept the bare minimum. Like, bitch, you could work that job that pays $10 an hour. It won't be me. I take my ass to the job center and go um, go get me a medium, medium paying ass job. And if I can't get a promotion at that job to save my motherfucking life, bitch, that'll be the day that I quit that job and I go somewhere else because I refuse for, for, the, for the price of living to be going up and I'll be still on the same pay. Tuh. Tuh. <laughs> Huh. Your girl be, I ain't gonna say I be making bank now, but bitch, if it weren't for me and my ability, like if I could genuinely work in the freezer, your girl making about $30 an hour right now. Mm hmm. Cause it was this one place, if, and if I'm telling you, I will be paid galore, honey. Y'all, I'm not obsessed with money. So the job I was working, I just I would have been paid, but I would have I would have been real 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 tired, and I probably wouldn't have had a job. Cause who the fuck gonna do all that overtime? Bitch, you want me to work what seven days a week, three months a month in a whole row, bitch? No days off. You trying to be fucked up? So talking about we have an incentive and a bonus, and don't forget the overtime pay. And like, don't get like the pay is great. The pay the pay was phenomenal, but mm mm. Like you gotta have a boundary and a standard and shit. So when it comes down to addictions and you see somebody's addicted to something, like and you wanna genuinely help, sometimes it's best to let them run their course and let them fall on their ass a couple of times before you get over there to go help. And they have to want it more because I don't be around people who like I used to be friends with this one girl. She used to be addicted, like, to smoking weed. Like, it, like it's like, it's cool to be a stoner. But this bitch was a fiend for it. Like, this bitch won't have no money. This bitch should be damn near broke. This bitch was fucking for it. Everything. Like, just doing all types of shit to get to it. She was sitting there talking about some, oh, I'm missing. But bitch, you look like an old lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, you stressed out. You don't look young in the face. You and your mama look like y'all could be sisters. And I'm talking, I'm talking about your mama look old. Alright. Like, baby. This girl went against me and everything else. Put me and her in danger. Like, y'all. She was addicted to it. And honestly, I couldn't tell her nothing. I had to let her go through that shit. And... I had to keep my distance and I had to be the bitches and the hoes and the ain't shits and all other types of stuff, right? Had to be all of that for a very long time. 
until she decided that she wanted to get her shit together. Sometimes you have to leave people where they at for them to go undo themselves. Because it took her about two more years before she finally, like, got to a place where now if you ask her, like, shorty, you smoke shit? Be like, oh, no, I, oh, oh, I can't touch that like I used to. <laughs> she don't even touch cigarettes or so she don't even drink no more. Let her tell. I don't know. But let her tell it in how her progress is going and how she's doing. Like, Shorty is doing great now. And it's because it took Shorty a lot to get off of that. Like, literally. Shorty had to hit rock fucking bottom. So, when it comes down to, like, addictions and shit, I gave y'all some tips. I gave y'all some tips. I gave y'all backstory for the purpose of this is me. This is what I did to get out of my shit. These are some things I done did, whatever. It may not be the same. Apply it to whatever you need to apply it to. Like, literally, The Art of War by San Susu is not relevant. Is relevant, but not relevant to today because a lot of times we don't do chariots, per se, but we do cars. And now you can translate from chariots to cars to earth and distance based on a new map and like basically if you know what you know you know what you know anyways um so i hope this helped y'all so just as a quick little recap because i know i talked a lot of shit your girl has been talking for about 40 fucking minutes now um so yeah so the first thing that you're gonna do if you're trying to get yourself out of addiction and you realize that you're addicted to something Find out what you want your ego to be, whether you want to continue to do it just in moderation or you want to cut it off cold turkey. After deciding that, you have to challenge your beliefs. You need to come up with a plan and you need to find positive ways to go do that. So whether that looks like researching ways that you can um deal with stress, whatever it is that you're running from. And if you're running from yourself, sit down with yourself and deal with you, no matter how bad it hurts. Sometimes you're going to have to cry. Sometimes you're going to have to say that this shit ain't right. Sometimes your ego going to have to be bruised. Sometimes you're going to have to be tired. Sometimes you're going to have to be exhausted. Sometimes you're just not going to be that girl. And sometimes you just, it's not going to be pretty, but you have to sit in whatever the fuck you are running from, whether it be you, a situation, and just come to a conclusion on what it's going to be and do not, and I quote, go back and forth with nobody and try to argue them down boots to get your point across. If a motherfucker is not getting what you're saying, if a motherfucker, I'm telling you, especially, um, y'all, I was running away from family. And you can't outrun family because you, I'm telling you, my family is full of ancient ass people. And they know they ain't shit. They run they run behind the cross and religion and all other types of shit. I know five little crackheads in my family right fucking now. Fiend, a fiend for it. But if you let them tell it, they ain't, then they ain't never do that shit. And then that's why they fucked up actions. I know motherfuckers who run from the idea of accountability. Motherfuckers who do shit run from accountability, y'all. For the longest, I have been the reason why my family has been dynamic, has fucking felt 
But every time I've left them the fuck alone and have not given them a breath of fresh air or an ounce of anything from me, motherfuckers is calling me, telling me exactly what the fuck done went down and done happened. I'm telling y'all in my family, what really put the icing on the cake for me that made me realize that if family wasn't going to act right, it was what it was, was when my uncle tried to kill me. And I know I constantly do that, but that was a life-changing moment for me because I ain't never had my family put their hands on me. Y'all, hands on a grown-ass grown man put his hands. Baby, you didn't have to tell me twice, bitch. I, I don't have no more fighting me. You don't want to fuck with me. I will be gone. Y'all, to this day, motherfuckers is still shooting at each other, still putting their hands on each other, still doing this. It's been one too many deaths in the family and too many fights and what you call it to be going on for me not to be there for about, what, three years? Because I'm telling you, before I had to cut my brother off or before my brother blocked me because I tried to make him take accountability, this man was telling me about how the family was still on bullshit. I didn't even ask about the family, but he was just like, oh, well, you know, such and such. They still doing that over there. They still doing this. And baby, it is not my business. I ease. I do not care. I'm telling you, I made a cho- I made the choice after Baker acting myself and being under high fucking security and being watched and called crazy to the world and insane and having to pay money out my motherfucking pockets and ask that if everyone gonna act right fuck them if they didn't give a fuck about me fuck them as long as my bills paid as long as i'm doing what the fuck i'm supposed to do every month and i'm doing and bitch you can be talking to god you want to that's your soul what what my grandma say that is your soul and you have to answer for that and, bitch, you can think you're getting away with it on this fucking earth, but you ass to come back born again. And you'll get the shit in of the stick and have an unlucky ass life. And you'll be paying from, from sins from your past life. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't saying do right, whatever, whatever the fuck you believe in. Whether you believe you're going to God, whether you believe in Jesus, heaven, hell, Allah, Do as you please. However, you can't outrun yourself. You can't outrun your karma. You can't outrun shit. Sometimes you don't have to feel shit. Sometimes that bitch gonna hit you like a brick. Sometimes this shit gonna be instant. Sometimes the shit won't happen in this lifetime, but it happened to the people who you love. Sometimes you never fucking know. So what I say is this. If you're addicted to something, find out the core. Find out why. Find out what you're doing shit for. Find out when, where, why. And just sit in that shit and deal with it. Feel the hurt. Feel the pain. Use that as great character development to go on about your next day and your next couple of relationships that you may or may not fucking have. Learn to love. Learn to enjoy yourself. Learn to enjoy the company of you. Learn to be at peace. Because all addiction is, is you running away from something or someone, preferably yourself, and the things that make you who you are. Embrace it. Perfection is a fucking illness. Like, if you think you're never going to be perfect, honey, something's always going to be wrong. Something could easily be fixed better. And even if you think about all the T's and 
it still might not even be enough for people because their definition of perfection might not be yours. So please, whatever it is that you're running from, just stop. Take a look and listen. Figure out what you need to do for yourself. Figure out how you want and what you want what you want this to look like for you. Because I know I say, I know I talked to, I know I dropped some gems on some shit. But right now, this is the life that you're living. And you don't know if you're going to die today, tomorrow, next week, next year. And why you busy being addicted to something because you're running away from something or the ideas of something. Karma, let it be whatever the fuck it is that you addicted to. That just fucking face it, bruh. If you can fix certain relationships, fix them. If you can't, move the fuck on. And learn how to accept certain shit. Like, I like, like, I like, I like, rejection doesn't scare me no more. It doesn't. I used to go out there and be like, oh, rejection would be the scariest thing for me. Y'all, I don't been rejected so many times, y'all, from, from jobs, from people, from friendships, from family. That it's just like, if that's who you are, that's who you are. And in places where I haven't been rejected, if I didn't feel the love, shit. I didn't accept it. I rejected some things. A no for me is, is A-OK. A yes to me is A-OK. You don't like me, that's A-OK. You think you think I'm bougie, that's A-OK. You think I'm weird, that's A-OK. You think I'm proper, whatever it is that you, baby, you have to be okay. So find you some peace. Because when you have peace, addiction can't live there. Find you some love. Because when you have peace, love, and happiness, whether it's self-love or love of another partner or whatever, I would say let deal with yourself. Find peace within yourself. Find love within yourself. Find, find solace in yourself. And then you start adding on to other shit. So therefore... When other things arrive, and even if you do pick up a love for it or a liking for it, because I ain't going to lie, I like the fuck. Okay? I really do. I have a love for sex. Baby, I, mm, it's there, but I'm not addicted to it. So, I ain't going out there doing shit that I normally wouldn't fucking do. I ain't going out there wilding out. Yes, and sometimes I done fucked up, but guess what? I ain't tough on myself. Because I know for a fact I'm not out there wilding out to the extreme to where it's like, oh my gosh. And even if so, bitch, I'm prepared for whatever that's going to come with it. And I'm able to sit in my sit shit and my decisions. I no longer run from the idea that my family ain't shit. I embrace it. Motherfuckers ain't shit. They ain't going to never be shit. Sometimes that's sometimes it's what people are. Ain't shit. I can't control you. I can't change you. I can't make you want to love me. I can't make you want to do nothing. If a bitch don't have it in their heart to love me, I purposely don't. I purposely don't go out there chasing it. I, it wouldn't be me. Tough. Yeah, I could be like, oh, well, I'm going to chase the love of my life, bitch. I ain't chasing shit. I don't even chase a bag, bitch. Bag chase me. As a matter of fact, that's my, that's my mantra, bitch. I don't chase money, bitch. Money chase me. Money and I ain't and I ain't hard to catch, bitch. I'm <gasps> asthmatic when it comes out of money following me, bitch. Money find me. Money is present. Money wants to be my friend, bitch. Money is insistent that I have it. I'm talking about, bitch. I got so many money making opportunities around me. It's ridiculous. The money's here. Money want to get here. Big bags, little bags, bitcoins, bitcoins, bitch. Big money, like money, just follow me. Money is around me, bitch. I'm abundant. I have life. I love myself. I'm the baddest bitch on the block. I'm the baddest bitch on every block. I'm that girl. So guess what? I'm at peace. 
I don't got time to be worried about who don't like me, who don't who don't think I'm cute, who don't think I'm that bitch. It would rain in hell before I sit there and start crying about who don't like me and who don't want to fuck with me, bitch, because I fuck with me. I like me. <laughs> I figure shit out for myself. And even when I can't figure it out, I, I know I can ask for help. And guess what? I'm going to I'm I'm stand in my shit. I know I ain't scared. I ain't no punk, bitch. I know exactly who I am. I've studied me. I'm not running. And I damn sure as fuck don't begin to fucking run when when inconveniences show themselves. So if you want to get over your addiction, like I said, get you... I realize it, acknowledge it, get you a plan of what the fuck you want to do. Get you a plan of what the fuck you want to do. And, um, uh, yeah. Get you a plan of what the fuck you want to do. Um, what else? Um, but yeah, get you a plan of what the fuck you want to do. Um, cold turkey, you want to make it your end goal. Stop running whatever, whatever you from. Stop and deal with all the shit you gonna deal with. And fucking damn near embrace. The hard shit and the truth. And if you want to help somebody and let them be on their own journey and let them ask you to help them if they want your help. Don't you don't you volunteer your services randomly. Don't do none of that shit. And if they don't want your help, let them get off it on their own. And if and if you can't sit there and embrace them not wanting your help, baby, walk away. If it hurts you to see it, leaving them fuck alone. Give them that tough love. Tell them you can't fuck with them while they like this. Because guess what? Don't run yourself rampant trying to save nobody. How the song go, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. I'm telling you, you'll be out there. You'll be out there when you'll be, you'll, oh, you used to be an advocate. Now you out there looking stupid in the face and stressed out. Talking about something, I hate these hoes. Mm-hmm. They'll have you ready to punch them dead in their face. I'm telling you. Woosa, breathe, and let it go. Because certain shit just ain't worth it. And that's on my mama. Anyways, um, that's just it. That's all I really wanted to say.